Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. power and prayer. And so this morning, we're going to continue a, a sermon series that I started last week on prayer. You know, I really do. I, I felt like God uh, gave me this, this verse for us. It's uh, Philippians 4, 6, and it says this. It says, don't fret or, or worry. Uh, instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praise shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. You know, I, I know the reality this morning is that there is a lot going on that we can fret about, that we can worry about. You know, it looks as if the, the world is on the, the brink of World War III. You know, I, I even woke up this morning with a couple alerts on my phone, different things that are happening in the world. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man, what, what is, what's going, going on right now? And, and as you just turn on the news and you watch uh, what's taking place in Ukraine, man, it is just heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking to see uh, all the destruction. It's heartbreaking to hear about the women and the innocent children that are dying because uh, of this war. And so as you watch that, it's so easy to, to just begin to worry. It's so easy to, to be afraid. Uh, and then just here in, in our nation, you know, as you continue to drive by the gas stations, like every day, man, it just continues to, to go up and up. And, and as we see uh, groceries and everything, Everything else, man, everything just seems to be, be skyrocketing. And then I also know that there are, are some of you here today that you're just facing some major health issues right now. And so there's just a lot, right? There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening right now that can cause a lot, us to, to have a lot of anxiety, that can cause us to have a lot of fear in our lives. And, and if we're not careful, that can really lead us down a, a, a dark road. And so it's important that we, we protect ourselves from, from worry. It's important that we protect ourselves from, from fear. And the way that, that we do that is through prayer. The way that we, we protect ourselves from, from anxiety, from fear, from worry is through, through prayer. You see, prayer is the way that we combat fret and worry. It's the way that, that we experience God's supernatural peace in our life, even in the midst of, of hardship, even in the midst of, of chaos. You know, the Apostle Paul, he goes on and, and says this in Philippians 4, 7. He says, before you know it, a, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and, and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. You know, I love this. The Apostle Paul, he, he tells us that when we pray, what happens is a sense of God's peace comes over our lives and settles us down. How many of you need some peace in your life right now? How many of you need, man, God to, to come and just settle you down? Well, the way that that happens is through, through prayer. You see, when, when we pray, worry is displaced in our lives, the center of our lives, with, with, with hope and, and with faith. And what happens is when you have peace in your life and you're filled with hope, when you're filled with faith, man, what that does, man, is it's, it sets the stage for God to come and to move and to do what only he can do. 
And, and so my, my prayer for this series is that we would follow uh, the advice of the Apostle Paul, who, who we looked at last week. He went through some hardships, right, in his life. He went through some, some great challenges. And Paul, he said, instead of fretting, instead of worrying, pray, pray. And I, I pray that we would do that. I pray that we would pray about those worries that are weighing us down. I pray that we would pray about those things that are, are, are keeping us up at night. And so again this morning, I want to just encourage you to write down, I probably have a list, but I really want you to write down that one thing. And write down that, that one thing that has you feeling anxious, that has you feeling fearful. And I want you just to begin to, to pray, man, over that concern every single day. And I just really believe that as you pray over that concern, man, that first of all, that you're going to experience God's supernatural peace. It says it's a peace that passes all understanding, that it'll just come over you, that it'll settle you down. But I also believe that as you pray, man, you're going to see God move and you're going to see miracles happen. Amen? And so last week we began this series by, uh, I shared with you some reasons why it's so important that we, we pray. And I just want to share with, those, you, with you again, the first reason why it's important that we pray is because prayer, it, it lifts our eyes up. You know, it's so easy for us to become so focused on, on, on the hardships, the, the horrible things that are, are, are going on in the world today. And as we focus on those things, again, what it does is it causes fear, it causes anxiety. And so it's so important that we get our eyes off of those things and that we get our eyes onto God. Man, the one who's in control, the one who, who can help us. The second thing that, that prayer does, it reminds us that God, he, he cares about us. It never does, it never ceases to amaze me how when we pray, it's like God, man, he just overwhelms us with his love when we, we come to him. Like God, he reminds us how much he loves us. He, he reminds us how much he, he cares about us. You know, the Bible says that if God, if he cares so wonderfully for the, the birds in the air and the flowers in the field, how much more does he care about you? How much more does he care about me? And so prayer, it reminds us that God cares. And then the third thing that prayer does is it builds our faith. You know, it builds our faith. When we go to God and we begin to pray about the, the concerns that we have, man, it gives us faith that not only is God with us, but he's going to move in our life, that, that miracles are, are going to happen, that he's going to do what only he can do. Well, this morning, I, I want to continue by, by looking at a, a story in the Bible that I, I think it's really kind of similar to what's going on in the, the world right now, especially what's happening in Ukraine. You know, there was a, an evil king during this time in, in Assyria. Uh, Assyria was one of the, the world powers of the day. There was the Assyrians and, and the Egyptians, and they were, they were the, the world powers. And the, the king of Assyria, man, he was, he was hungry for power. He, he was hungry for for. for for more land. And, and so this king, he wanted the, the land of Judah. He wanted to invade and capture uh, the capital city of, of Jerusalem because he knew that it would help with, with trade. Uh, he knew that it would give the Assyrians an economic and military advantage uh, over the, the rest of the world. And, and so that, that's really why people today, even still, they want Israel, right? This is an important little, little country, but it's important because it has great implications. And, and that's why Putin, he wants Ukraine today. Well, there was a, a godly king in Judah during this time, and his name was Hezekiah. 
Well, Hezekiah, he was a godly king and he, he loved God and he trusted God completely. It actually, it says this about Hezekiah in 2 Kings chapter 18, verses five through six. It says, Hezekiah, he trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, that there was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before or after his time. Hezekiah, he remained faithful to the Lord in everything, and he carefully obeyed all the commands the Lord had given Moses. And so Hezekiah, he was a, a godly king. Uh, he loved the Lord. His trust was in, in God. Well, well, Hezekiah, he wasn't all right with this Assyrian king trying to take control of, of Judah and Jerusalem. And, and even though they were, they were much smaller and not as powerful as the Assyrians, man, Hezekiah, man, he stood up against this, this evil king. Well, one day Hezekiah, he got this report that the, the Assyrians, man, they were coming. They were going to attack. They were going to invade Jerusalem. And Hezekiah, he knew that, that they were in real trouble as the Assyrians were on their way. And so Hezekiah, he did what only he knew he could do, and that was to pray. And so let's read this prayer this morning. It's found in, in 2 Kings chapter 19, and we're going to read starting at verse 14. It says this. It says, after Hezekiah received the, the letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and, and he spread out before the Lord. And Hezekiah, he prayed this prayer before the Lord. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. You alone are God of all the king, uh, kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. Bend down, O Lord, and listen. Open up your eyes, O Lord, and, and see. The, the king of Assyria, his words are, are defiance against the, the living God. It, it is true, Lord, that the king of Assyria has destroyed all these nations, and they have thrown the gods of these nations into fire and burned them. But of course, the Assyrians could destroy them. But were, they were not all gods, only idols of wood and stone shaped by human hands. And then in verse 19, he said this. He prayed, he said, Now, O Lord, our God, rescue us, from his power, then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone, O Lord, are God. And so here Hezekiah is, he, he has this, this major concern, right, that he's, he's dealing with. He has this, this enemy nation coming to attack him and his, his people. And I'm sure in this moment that Hezekiah, he, he's struggling with a little bit of anxiety, He's struggling with a little bit of fear as he knows the Assyrians are coming to evade, man, the, the capital city. But, but instead of, of sitting around and, and fretting and worrying, what does Hezekiah do? He, he, lift, he lifts his eyes up, right? He, he gets his eyes off of, of, of what what's the Assyrians and the problems that he's dealing with, and he gets his eyes on God. And he begins to, to cry out to God and he begins to pray and, and he asks God to intervene and to rescue him and his people from the Assyrians. And I love this as, as Hezekiah, as he prays, God, he hears Hezekiah's prayer. God, he hears Hezekiah's cry for help. And, and that night as the Assyrians showed up to fight, you know who also showed up to fight? Yeah, God. God. God, God showed up to fight. It says this in, in 2 Kings 19, 35 through 36. It says, that night the, the angel of the Lord went out to the Assyrian camp 
and he killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. When the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found the corpse everywhere. Then the king of Assyria broke camp and he returned to his own land. He went home to his capital of Nineveh and he stayed there. Don't blame him, right? Like, I'm not going back there. You know, this is, is such a, a, an amazing story. It's such an incredible story. And, and I believe that in this story, we see the power of prayer, don't we? In this story, we, we see what, what can happen when we choose not to fret. We, we can see what can happen when we choose not to, to worry. And instead, we choose to pray. You see, when, when we pray, again, what happens, number one, is we experience God's supernatural peace. Isn't it amazing that we can experience peace even in the midst of a battle? Man, we can experience peace even in the midst of the war. Why? Because God's peace is a peace that passes all understanding. But not only, again, do we experience God's peace. Man, when we pray, man, God, he shows up. And he does what only God can do. He can defeat a, a powerful nation all by himself. God, he can do anything. And so this morning again, what I want to do is I want to share with you three things that I want you to remember when you pray. There's an outline in your bulletin. The first thing that I want you to remember when you, you pray is this, is that, that you can pray about anything. Man, you, you can pray about anything. You know, for Hezekiah, like he, he loved his nation. He loved the, the city of Jerusalem. And he didn't want to see the Assyrians invade and, and destroy the, the people and the nation that, that he loved. You know, Hezekiah, he also knew that, that they were militarily outnumbered. And he knew that they were outmatched. He knew that this situation, it was not good and that they were in real trouble. Hezekiah, he knew that he needed a miracle. And so again, what did Hezekiah do? He, he lifted his eyes up to God. He, he took his concerns to God as he cried out to God for help. You know, we see in, here in this story, Hezekiah praying and asking God to rescue him and his people from the mighty Assyrian army. You know, this morning, I, I think it's so important that, that we always remember this, that we can pray about anything, that we can pray about anything. Man, we can go to God with all the concerns that are weighing us down. You know, I once heard this said, said this, it's, if it's on your mind, it's on God's heart. You might want to write that down. If it's on your mind, it's on God's heart. You see, God wants us to come to him with all our concerns. You know, we can go to God with, with our concerns about this war that's taking place in Ukraine. We, we can go to God with our concern about the, the rising gas prices. We, we can go to God with our concern uh, with the, the health issues that we're facing in our life. Man, we can go to God with our concern when we, we can't find our keys. I had that happen to me yesterday. Couldn't find my keys. I'm like, God, help. Like we can go to God with all our concerns. Big concerns, little concerns. God, he cares about them all. And that's what it tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, cast what? What's that three-letter word? All. Don't you like that word? Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And so I just want you to know this morning that God, he isn't too busy. 
to listen to your concerns. God, he doesn't have more important things to do than to to listen to the concerns that you're dealing with in your life right now. Man, God, he wants you to come to him with about anything and everything, man, that you're worrying about, that you're struggling with right now. Man, God wants you to talk to him about the things that you're anxious about, the things that are, are keeping you up at night. You see, I want you to know this morning that God, he really is, he's a really big He's a a really big and he's a really powerful God. God, he can handle all the concerns and all the problems of all 7 billion plus people on this planet. He's that big. He cares about all of us and he cares about all our concerns and he can handle them all. You know, 1 Peter 3.12 says this. It says, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their prayers. And so I just want to remind you this morning that God, his ears are open to your your prayers. Man, God, he wants you to come to him and he wants you to pray again about all the things that are weighing you down. Would you remember this? If it's on your mind, it's on God's heart. If it's on your mind, it's on God's heart. Man, God, he wants you to come to him about anything and everything that you're fretting about, that you're worried about. That's number one. Number two, the second thing I want you to remember when you pray is this, is that that prayer, it gives God control. Prayer, it gives God control. You know, for King Hezekiah, he knew that there was no way that he and his army could defeat the Assyrians. He knew that on their own strength, with their own military capabilities, that there was no way that they could defeat the Assyrians. Man, they they desperately needed God's help. And so Hezekiah, he went to God in prayer because he needed God to do what only God can do. Man, he needed God to do a miracle. And so in essence, when Hezekiah went to God in prayer, man, what he was doing was he was giving God control. He was giving God control of this, this battle he was in. He was saying, God, man, I need your help. God, I cannot do this. I cannot deal with this. I cannot fix this on my own. God, I need your help. You see, it's important that we understand this this truth, this fact, that God, he gave each and every one of us a a free will. God gave each and every one of us a a free will when he created us. Man, God, he he put us in control of of our own lives. He, he let us do whatever we want to do. And God, he'll let us try to, to deal with and try to fix things on our, uh, on our own. God, he'll be like, man, you, you, can, you got that battle if you want to try to do it on your own. And so it's important that we say, God, you know what? I, I don't got this, right? God, I, I can't fix this. Man, God, I, I need your help. And so what prayer does is prayer, it relinquishes control of the battles that we're in. And in essence, it's saying, God, I I need you. God, I'm I'm giving you control. Who's in control? Who's in control of your problems right now? Who's in control of of the the, the concerns that you have in, in your life? You see, when we pray, we're giving God control. And when God's in control, he then can intervene and and he can move and he can do what only he can do. 
You know, David said this in Psalms 40, chapter 40, verse 17. He said, as for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord help me in his thoughts. You are my helper and my savior. Oh my God, do not delay. You know, I think for some of us, we're so bad. We're so, so bad at, at giving up control. And we want to try to, to fix everything or handle everything on our, our own. We, we don't think that we, we need any help. But the reality is, is we, we, we can't fix everything. Man, just like, like the, the people of Judah, King Hezekiah, like we're outnumbered. We're outmatched. And we need God's help. Man, we need God's help. And so when we pray, man, what we're doing is saying, God, I need you. God, I need you. And that leads me to my, my third point. You can write this down. The third thing I want you to remember when you pray is that God, he fights for you. Man, God, he, he fights for you when you pray. You know, as Hezekiah, as he surrendered control to God through prayer, man, what it did is like it gave God the green light to begin to move. It gave God the green light to begin to, to fight for the people of Judah. And again, that's exactly what God did. Man, he fought on behalf of King Hezekiah and he defeated this mighty Assyrian army. Isn't this amazing? And just one night, and just one night, 185,000 Assyrian soldiers were killed and the rest, they returned back home. You know, God did in one night what the people of Judah could have never accomplished on their own. You see, I want you to know this morning that it is so much better and it is so much more effective to let God fight your battles. It is so much better and it is so much more effective to let God fight your battles for you. And so I want you to know this morning that God, he wants to intervene in your life. God, he wants to fight your battles for you. Man, he's just waiting for you to come to him and, and to pray. He's waiting for you to surrender control to surrender control and to say, God, I need you. Would you move? You know, Exodus 14, 14, I love this verse. It says this. It says, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Man, how many of you need this morning God to fight for you? Man, we all do. We need God to, to fight for us. And, and he does that when we begin to pray. And, and the best thing, again, when we pray man, we're able to stay calm. You have a little bit of peace in your life, right? When you know that God's fighting for you, when you know that God's got it, man, what it does is it gives you, you peace. You're able to stay calm even in the midst of the battle. And so if you're here this morning and you need some, some peace in your life right now, man, again, I want you to know the best thing you can do is surrender control and just begin to pray. Man, let God fight your battles for you. But again, not only will you experience peace when you pray, but man, God, he moves. Miracles happen. Man, miracles happen. Things that you would ne could never dream of happening will happen when you begin to pray. And so I just want to encourage you this way. I just believe that God is, this is the, like, I think now more than ever, like God's like calling his church to pray. Pray. I think for so many of us, we're so guilty. I can be guilty of worrying. I can be so guilty of living in fear. And God's like, no, I just pray. Surrender control to me. And as you surrender control, man, I'll begin to fight for you. Man, we need God to fight for us right now, don't we? 
Man, there, there's what's going on in our world today. Man, we need God to show up. Man, my prayer is, God, we need to see, God, your power at work. God, we need to see your glory, God, at work in this world today. God's big enough to take care of what's going on in the world. God's big enough to, to take care of our needs, our financial needs. Man, God's big enough to heal, man, that report that you got from the doctor. Man, God's big enough to take care of it all. He's big enough to take care of it all. And as you begin to pray, man, again, you're going to experience God's peace in your life like you've never experienced before. And as you pray, God's going to move and you're going to see a miracle. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your eyes and would you, you close, would you bow your heads and close your eyes this morning? I'll get it. Do one of the other. Man, I love this story of King Hezekiah. Man, he knew. He knew he was in trouble. He knew that on their own, they were outnumbered. They were outmatched. And I love Hezekiah. Instead of worrying, instead of living in fear, Hezekiah, he turned to God and he began to pray. And he prayed just simply that God would, would rescue him and his people. And as Hezekiah prayed, man, God moved and, and miracles happened. And I know this morning the reality is for some of you, man, you're going through some things in your life where you just, man, you need a miracle. You're outnumbered. You're outmatched. And I just want you to know this morning that you can pray about anything. Man, you can give God all of your concerns. You can give God all of your worries, man, because he cares for you. And as you just simply give God control, I love this, man, it gives God the green light, man, to move and to do what only he can do. Man, God, he wants to fight for you this morning. Man, he wants to fight for your health. Man, he wants to fight for your, your families. He, he wants to fight for your finances. Man, he wants to, to fight for all the things in your life that, that's, that, that you're concerned about right now. And as you, man, let God fight for you, man, you'll have a peace in your life and you're gonna see victory. You know, there are some here today that you came here today, man, with just no peace in your life at all right now. Man, you're, you're overwhelmed with, with, with fear. You're overwhelmed with, with worry. You can't sleep at night because you're, you're so, your mind is just filled with anxious thoughts. And maybe for some of you here today, you came here today, man, looking for, for peace. And, and the peace that you're looking for, it's found in one person one person only, and his name is Jesus. And Jesus, he is the, the Prince of Peace. And, and the way this morning that we experience this peace that, that's found in Jesus is by just simply surrendering control. Surrendering control, that, that word, we don't like that. We like to be in control, but if we want to experience peace in our life, we have to surrender control of our lives to Jesus. And we do that by simply putting our faith in him and by making him the savior and the Lord of our life. And, and so if you're here this morning and you need to do this, you need to surrender control of your life to Jesus. And you need to make that decision to say, Jesus, I need you and I wanna follow you. Man, I'm gonna invite you this morning to pray this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, Jesus, this morning, 
Man, I'm making a decision to surrender control of my life to only you. Jesus, today, I'm making a decision to put my faith in only you as I confess you, Jesus, as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.